0: People of the world, it's The Brothers Talk with your hosts Rod, Scott, and Norm, inviting you to join us each Friday wherever you listen to your favorite podcast or on our website to hear our take as three black, unfiltered African-American men with no strings attached, giving voice to the most feared, most misunderstood, and most rarely heard from segment of the population on topics of interest to us for education, enlightenment, and entertainment. You can follow us on Facebook, You can reach us with your comments, questions, suggestions at The Brother's Talk on Twitter, The Brother's Talk on Instagram, and you can email us, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. And stay tuned for our long-awaited YouTube channel. And now on with this week's episode. Hey, Brother's Talk family, we're glad to welcome you once again wherever you are listening in and holding your critical thinking conversations around the world to promote activism and to uplift our people. You are appreciated, and we also welcome and appreciate all our first-time listeners for tuning in to help with the work of encouraging and educating as we endorse and inspire new and existing Black businesses and individuals to empower and enrich the Black community. Your weekly coronavirus alert because we care is that we really do hate being right about this still very infectious and very deadly virus. But according to the CDC, that moderate increase across the country is in the range of 30 to 40 percent and representing what they're calling a late summer wave and that people may actually be mistaking it for a summer cold. They're acknowledging that the symptoms thus far don't seem to be as severe, but that they're keeping a watchful eye because these are new variants and they are more infectious than the previous strains. And while part of the problem is that vaccinations and booster shots have slowed, which has lowered immunity, the newest boosters for the XBB variants won't be available until September. But if you haven't gotten your vaccination, please do, and the best protection is still wearing a mask in crowds, as that also prevents the flu and RSV2. And again, we won't say we told you so, but the CDC is saying that they attribute this new surge to summer travel for weddings, graduations, reunions, and or vacations. So don't forget that most disinfectants will kill all viruses, which is a good thing to do, period. So come on, people, we can and we must do better. And now to my brothers in the struggle for critical thinking, Scott and Noam.
1: Thanks, Rod. Uh, And Rod, um, right again, when it comes to this virus, I think that there were predictions that we may have an uptick this fall, but uh, I've been reading articles on the Internet that's saying that if there's uptick in hospitals are beginning to fill up in some in some states. So um, I think there are people out there paying attention. I've been seeing people, more people wear their masks, uh, but there's, there's still that group out there who's going to resist. And all I can say is, hey, wear your mask, get vaccinated, protect yourself your family, and your loved ones.
2: Norm. Thanks, Scott. And I just wanted to bring up another CDC warning. In our community right now, there's a syphilis pandemic that's uh, sparked up again. And we thought that disease had pretty much been taken care of since there is a cure for it. But unfortunately, it has risen again and especially threatening our community. So I just wanted to put that information out there. And if you need more information regarding this warning from the CDC, please use your computer, Google it, or go to the CDC webpage for more information.
0: So this week, we're taking a little bit lighter page to discuss something that is related to critical thinking. And that's the proliferation of these GOAT debates, you know, the greatest of all time. And it shows up in so many sports, you know, whether it's basketball, football, even soccer, that you've got folks that are making these, in my opinion in particularly, unnecessary comparisons because there's just too many variables involved. And the truth of the matter is what's the need for them in the first place? Because if you enjoyed watching a particular athlete or individual in their particular trade. And that goes across entertainment as well, because you hear people even doing things about who's the goat when it comes to comedians and 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 musicians and so forth and singers. And what we all know is that basically we're human beings who have preferences. But what I mean by critical thinking here is that it seems more recently that people are only tied to that which they actually observe and they have no frame of reference to decide that you know what before i say someone is the greatest anything maybe if i heard there is a dissenting opinion let me at least consider by trying to get a chance to hear or listen to or see what the others who are proposing that their particular individual is the greatest is all about but what we've got is we got people who are just tied to their own generation so Those folks who, for instance, only saw or came up with LeBron James, then to them, they can't be anybody greater than LeBron James. And that group who grew up with Michael Jordan or who grew up with Kobe or grew up with Kareem or Russell or Chamberlain, it's all the same thing. And so, what happened to the ability as used to be the old barbershop arguments? And that's why we talk about what it means to be the brothers talk, because we would hear those arguments where basically there'd be cases made for each person who is being put forth as the greatest. But what you had was the ability of other people to say, okay, I see your point and I see where you're coming from, but now let me make my counterpoint. But what we've got now is that folks who are just so close-minded that once they decide somebody is the GOAT, they can't even consider another point of view.
1: You know, Rod, the sad part about that, even though you broke it down that way, you know, And I agree with that 100%. People are so passionate about whoever they decide is the GOAT that, you know, you actually have arguments. Folks probably died behind that, you know, not not even considering, like you said, the number of variables that they, they just don't consider them. And one that, to me, of all, when you keep talking about the GOAT, that they put in your face all the time is the one on Babe Ruth, and they don't preference that with the fact that, well, they don't even include the fact that, you know, he didn't play against the great black black players, you know. So he may or may not have been, but we don't know. But they keep putting that in your face. It's like we can't argue this, basically. And that kind of thing, to me, is what's happening when people start talking about whether Michael Jordan is degrading so, or or uh, LeBron or whomever. That's the kind of short mind and short sightedness. You know, that's the way that people, they just think you can't
2: move them off of that. And it's um, just just nearsighted, short sighted. Yeah, right. I tend to agree with you. And I thought you made several good points. There's really no way to quantify who's the greatest because the variables between each generation, you know, are so different. But what really bothers me is. This has become like the big discussion with the, uh, you know, immense sports talk shows that we have in our media. There's not enough content for them to produce every day to have, have, you know, something to talk about. So they, they can easily just throw this out to kill some time. And it's become like the norm in our sports discussion, especially with the hatred so many people have of LeBron because he is the latest, you know. And, and since high school, he's been labeled the king. And a lot of Jordan fans really just can't accept his greatness. So you you, you just see that as a lightning rod for this discussion, oh. especially in basketball, you know. And um, we we just have too much sports talking, too much time on our hands to just make this a discussion like every day,
0: you know. And that's a great point, Norm, because. It certainly does fill up the airwaves almost everywhere you look. It's like you can't have sports talk radio or sports TV shows now that don't just have another show devoted to debate between two people about literally next to nothing. But I'm just also concerned about the fact that it spills over into other industries. You know, you hear like those folks who grew up with the Eddie Murphy generation talking about Eddie Murphy is the greatest comedian of all time. And other folks who grew up later with like the Chappelle, the well, Chappelle is the greatest of all time. And then of course, there's folks who say, well, Richard Pryor. And so frankly, like I said, I've listened to all of them. I realize that, you know, comedy in particular is a sort of evolving thing that you can track back and see how one learned from the other and actually took it to the next level. But why is there a need for one individual To have to be labeled the greatest of all time, there should just be an opportunity to appreciate. You know, I've laughed at Pryor, I've laughed at Murphy, I've laughed at Martin Lawrence and Damon Wayans and and Dave Chappelle, and laughing at even a new group of comedians. But I don't see any need to feel like, oh, this guy is the goat,
1: right? I mean, you know, uh, while you were saying, and I I was sitting here just, you know, just thinking about, like you said, how how this is transferable to almost anything. Now, how can you possibly, like he was talking about in, in terms of the comedians, how can you possibly determine that Richard Pryor is, you know, and basically in a lot of corners of uh, especially in, in black society, they just give him that mantle, that he's the greatest. And the thing is, they're not looking at the fact that, you know, he came on the scene when you know they were giving black folks opportunities uh, to be seen on TV. Same thing with Michael Jordan. You know he came on the scene right when you know uh, ESPN and and some of these twenty four hour sports channels was coming on, the scene. so people got a chance to see him, and that's all they've seen, and that's why they still uh, are.
2: That's why they still think that their guy is the greatest. You know, I'm still stuck on the point. I'm basically, you know, as a society, to even have these type of discussions, we have way too much time on our, on our hands. <laughs> That's what I'm taking on. You, you, you know, because basically, like Rod said, you know, we should just enjoy the talent and the entertainment for what it is. That's all it is. And, and to waste time debating on who's better than who, you know, just tells us we have, as a society, way too much time on our hands.
0: Well, I think there's another point to be made, too, though, because in sports, you kind of understand the fact that since it's a competitive business, that you're always going to have people who are looking and trying to compare people from one era to the other, and they're going to have this nostalgia. But I think what really kind of prompts the process is that, once again, we're looking at how white America comes up with like these greatest lists. And when you look at the, you know, they just decide amongst themselves that pretty much most things haven't ever had anybody greater than white people's part of it. <laughs> that they make these lists of the greatest bands, the greatest movies, the greatest TV shows, and almost invariably, it's nothing but whites with maybe the token black artist or black black show or black movie put into the mix just so they can say that it wasn't lily white. But to me, that makes it even more lily white because they're demonstrating that it is white people who are coming up with these lists. And so what's disturbing not only is the fact that they do that because it just uh, prompts people to start to go and want to argue about what's on the list. But what disturbs me just as much is the number of the old skin folk who ain't kin folk who will sign on to it. And effectively try to give it some legitimacy because they can say, well, but, you know, we had this one handkerchief head who he agrees with our rating. And so that, to me, is just one other aspect of why we are faced with this nonsense of always having to come up with the GOAT.
1: Well, Raj, you just hit the nail on the head. You know, that's it. It's always some tap dancing, coon bus driving guy. And they find them. I don't know. It's like they just got them stored somewhere when they need to pull one out and they come out of nowhere to validate that, you know, that crap that they're saying that we all know is not true. You know, uh, like you said, they don't want to take into account nothing about the different errors, that, play, nothing about the fact that race and racism, the role that that played in any of this in all sports and, and still do. I mean, just like we was talking about the quarterback situation, you know, now all of a sudden, Justin Herbert is, uh, according to the pay, is the greatest quarterback in the league. And we know that that's not true, you know, but yet and still, you know, he's a white boy. That's who control the media. And, you know, if you can always sell the white people as being the greatest, you know, it seems like that's a goal. That's, That's
2: the goal. You know, Rod, it's, it's funny you mentioned that, because just this week, there was a uh, Caucasian person who basically compared a current artist of today to Michael Jackson and on social media, I might add. And that person was laughed at considerably. But the fact that someone would even attempt to do that regarding any artist compared to Michael is just ridiculous in itself. But the fact that this person decided to attempt that kind of just, you know, solidifies what you just said, basically.
0: Yeah. And you see so many empty examples. Like one of the things that was interesting to me is that there's a commercial out now about a bar. And I don't even know what the product is, but everybody in the bar with a bunch of black people in the mix is singing a song by Neil Diamond, Sweet Caroline. And so it just is interesting to me because I said, Well, this just goes to show you they call this like one of the greatest songs of all time. When the truth of the matter is, it's basically a pedophile song because Neil Diamond wrote that song about Caroline Kennedy when she was a little girl. (laughs) And yet you have people not looking at what that is. And of course, you know, they'll be the first to jump out there and talk about how R. Kelly. Was a pedophile, which hey, no argument from us about that. But right. how there is there then no nobody looking into the fact that if you got a grown man writing a story about a child, and I challenge people go look at those lyrics and recognize that he's singing about a little girl, and somebody doesn't say how offensive that is, but no, by contrast. Neil Diamond is one of our greatest songwriters, and that's one of the greatest songs of all time. Well, you see
1: that all the time. I mean, in terms of even in the politics, with what's going on with the right wing, you know, um, they just do outrageous stuff. I mean, just just flat out lying. Everybody knows they're lying. And, you know, they don't care. Uh, They can get caught doing stuff, and there are no consequences, and then you can have the democratic politician doing something that's not even on the same planet, and they they are made to resign. You know, it just seems that uh, what's going on now, uh, this whole conversation that we're having about determining what's the greatest, is that there's an effort in this country so that hey, we can remain, we can say we're the greatest, we can remain in control of everything, that we can control the narrative, which they do control
2: the narrative, you know, pretty much on everything. That's why we keep having these conversations. Well, I think that we can all agree is in regards to politics that, you know, there, there is no best today. But the sad reality is we have a candidate who's been indicted multiple times whose numbers don't go down. They only go up. So there's no comparison there for some reason. I wonder why.
0: So there you have it. And so we challenge you to resist the invitation to join in the goat conversations because they're really useless. How about just enjoy the greatness of the talent that you see for the sheer fact that it's great. And we know for a fact that they're always going to be these conversations, but I think the more we take the wind out of their sails, because just consider, for example, that whole, Tom Brady being the greatest thing in a sport where he only played half the field. So that's what we think. Resist the temptation. And in our black business spotlight, meet Dwayne, Miko Cheers, Danita Jones, and Chef Jamoki Jackson, founders of Everything Legendary, a black-owned plant-based burger company that continues to make waves in the food industry. They recently signed a distribution deal to have their products in nearly 1,000 public stores nationwide. The brand will be sold in public stores across seven states, including Alabama, Florida, Georgia, North and South Carolina, Tennessee and Virginia. Launched in 2019, they gained significant attention after the founders appeared on Shark Tank and sold $250,000 worth of burgers online within 24 hours. The founders motivation goes beyond financial gain. However, they aim to educate about the benefits of a healthy vegan lifestyle, particularly within the black community. Learn more about Go Legendary via its official website at GoLegendary.com. That's a wrap for this show. And remember, you can share your thoughts with us and follow and communicate with us by sending your comments as well as your questions and show ideas to The Brother's Talk on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us to Brotherstalk at gmail.com. And also, always, God willing, we'll continue to keep our focus on the issues that impact our community on the path to a better future. Until our next episode, know that we sincerely appreciate your time and interest, and rest assured that we'll never take it or you for granted. And finally, let's all do better today, because that's all we really have.